Well, look at this. It's a new day and a new month. It's February 1st. It's Wednesday. I'm Kathy Warzer with NPR News. Tired of the cold? Well, hang in there. The weekend will be much warmer, but first, there's another bubble of Arctic air that'll sweep in tomorrow night and Friday. Keep thinking those warm thoughts. The rest of the forecast in a few. Stories we're following. Jury selection is expected to continue today in the trial of a Twin Cities woman charged with killing her six-year-old son. Matt Sepik explains. A Hennepin County grand jury indicted 28-year-old Julissa Fowler of Spring Lake Park on a charge of first-degree premeditated murder in the death of Eli Hart. In May, police in Mound stopped Fowler for driving on a wheel rim without a front tire. Officers allegedly saw blood on her hand and a spent shotgun shell in her car and later discovered Eli's body in the trunk along with a shotgun. Prosecutors say Fowler bought the firearm about two months before killing her son and practiced with it at a gun range. So far, Judge Jay Quam has seated about half the jurors. Opening statements could begin as soon as Friday. If convicted, Thaler faces life in prison without the possibility of parole. She remains jailed on $2 million bond. In a lawsuit, Eli's father, Tori Hart, alleges that Dakota County Social Services allowed Eli to move from foster care to Thaler's sole custody, despite her substance abuse and deteriorating mental health. I'm Matt Sepik, Minneapolis. What happens to the fourth and final former Minneapolis police officer charged in George Floyd's death is now in the hands of a judge. Closing arguments in Tutau's trial and Floyd's killing were submitted yesterday to Judge Peter Cahill. Tau opted for a trial in which the judge hears and decides the case. There's no jury, no questioning of witnesses. Tau is already serving time on federal charges related to Floyd's death. Two bills in the Minnesota legislature dealing with licensing of peace officers in Minnesota are moving forward. The bills would allow police agencies to share information from background checks and investigations into officers with the state licensing entity for peace officers called the Post Board. Eric Mislet is the board's executive director. He testified yesterday that Minnesota is currently behind most other states that already share information between police agencies and licensing boards. If they come across a disqualifier um, during the background check, um, which we cannot run, we do not run background checks, the employer does, uh, then they are, um, this puts them in a place where they can share that data with us. DFL Representative Brian Kern of Vadness Heights, who has served in law enforcement, is the bill's sponsors. The bills move on to another House committee for deliberation. The first ever Black Entrepreneurs Day is taking place at the state capitol this week. Sarah Tamer has more. Local black entrepreneurs will have the opportunity to meet lawmakers at the state capitol Friday to voice their needs and challenges they may be facing. Shaletta Brundage, who's hosting the event, says access to financial support is not always available, and the event serves as an opportunity for black business owners to ask for a piece of the $17 billion budget surplus and understand how legislation impacts their companies. A lot of us are first-time founders, and we're still feeling our way through these things. But we have a dollar and a dream, and we want to make it a reality to build generational wealth for our family. The event starts at 1030 Friday, February 3rd, in the state capitol rotunda. Details are posted on ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. I'm Sarah Tamer. In other news, after an outcry, the University of Minnesota's plans for spring graduations will include the opportunity for students to cross a stage to get their diplomas. Last fall, the U announced that renovations at Mariucci Arena could change traditional graduation ceremonies. Well, that led to an online petition that garnered some 8,000 signatures. Yesterday, the U announced that ceremonies will be held at Huntington Bank Stadium for graduate and undergraduate students on May 12th and 13th. 
Individual colleges and departments will also hold their own events. Go for men's and women's basketball teams play again tonight, both with Big Ten matchups. The women host Indiana. The men play at Rutgers. Timberwolves host the Golden State Warriors tonight in Minneapolis. Regional weather forecast, guess what? Still cold. Partly sunny skies, highs of 6 to 12 degrees in the north, near 20 in the south. Chance of flurries after midnight tonight around the region, lows of 10 below to 20 below zero in the north, 3 to 8 above in the south. Tomorrow, highs of 6 to 12 below zero, those are highs, in northwestern Minnesota, 10 to 15 degrees in the southeast. How about a couple of final stories that deal with the weather to a certain degree? There are some tired pups this morning who spent the past few days racing in the bitter cold along an inland from the North Shore. Finishing first yesterday in the John Beargree Sled Dog Marathon was Keith Ollie. He's a musher from Ray, Minnesota, which is on the edge of Voyagers National Park. Keith's team had to be coaxed through the throng waiting at the finish line. He explained later that the dogs don't often see so many people, and they are kind of shy. Four-time winner Ryan Anderson of St. Croix Falls came in about 45 minutes later, finishing just short of a record fifth win. Sarah Kiefer of Burnsville was the third finisher and first woman to cross the finish line. And there are a couple of guys who have 10000 bucks to split between themselves after they found the St. Paul Pioneer Press's Winter Carnival medallion, the treasure hunt, which, with clues published in the paper, always draws some diehard hunters. Ken Solis and Tony Honkamp put together the clues, and while some of them seemed a little corny, it turned out it was for good reason. The medallion was found in a crushed can of baby corn at Phelan Park in St. Paul. So, how did they find the medallion on the bitter cold afternoon? Solis says it's a St. Paul secret. For more, check out the story. Where else? In the St. Paul Pioneer Press. And that's it for us. If you're looking for more news right now, you can always stream us by going to mprnews.org, download our news app, or just turn on the radio. Hope you have a good day today. I'm Kathy Worser.